0: What's going on, guys? It is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and presented to you by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and you get a $100 free bet. Head over to SportsCalingPodcast.com, bash Winbet. That's SportsCalingPodcast.com, bash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. You use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And shout out to Fantasy Turf Nate. I don't know if you know Nate on Twitter, but he won the DeAndre Swift signed jersey. Just got to send me your address. I'm sending that one on to you. Uh, I might hold on to it for a couple more days, though. It's a pretty nice thing. <laughs> so, um, so, we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about TNF props. We're going to do a sleeper redraft of the 2022 rookies based on what we know now. And we're going to talk about rebuilding, as we've already talked about rebuilding a little bit, and we want to go through a case study. Um, and we also, we had a question come in from a listener. So let's start with the question, then go with the TNF props. What was the question again, Brad?
1: Yeah, it was a trade question around Greg, which which side would you prefer? Greg Dolchik and Cam Akers for... Um, Oh my God, I should have left it but up. Zamir White and Zemir, David Bell. There we go. Zamir White, David Bell, and a 2023 third. 2023 third, Zamir White and David Bell. And for me, I'm on the Zamir White, David Bell side of this. I just look at a situation where, you know, they, they moved, the Las Vegas Raiders moved. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Zamir, Josh Jacobs, no fifth year option, even though he looks really good right now. Zamir White could be walking into a, a starting role with the Las Vegas Raiders next season. David Bell looks like he may be an uh, an option once Deshaun uh, Watson comes back. And that third Cam Akers is basically dead to me. I moved him before the season. I am ecstatic that I did so because I don't know that he's worth literally anything right now. The Los Angeles Rams came out and said, this dude will not play football for us again this year. Even though Sean McVay kind of came back was like, well, we're not ruling it out. Yeah, yeah, you did. It's it's too late. You can't go back on that. So it's basically Greg Dulcich for the three. And I'm, I'm going to take the three over that right now.
0: Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that Cam Akers is absolutely dead in value. There's somebody in your league that will bite on Cam Akers. You just got a hold right now you're not going to be able to get a lot for him you probably are going to have to you know bite the bullet if you do um but he's probably going to get cut or traded and at that point he's going to get some value people get excited when somebody goes somewhere whether it's an legitimate or not they will get excited about it and Cam makers is someone that like there's someone on the on the in the league that likes him um I, I, I understand the positional value of wanting to go get Greg Dulcich. like David Bell is a dime a dozen. And there, there's so many wide receivers in this league. And even if he's like, even if Deshaun Watson comes and, and, and has a good connection with him, Mari Cooper's there. And Donovan Peoples-Jones is there. Like David Njoku's there. Like Kareem Hunt, like what's he going to be, third, fourth, fifth in the pecking order? Um, Zamir White, I do think, is, is something to, to think about. But I'm going to go with the other side here just because of positional value. And Greg Dolchik, he could be the second or best tight end in this class. Um, and it looks like he is clear-cut going to be the starter for the Denver Broncos. So I'm going to give you that one. I'm sorry to, to split the uh, split the decision on here, but good luck and thanks for the question. If you guys got any more questions, throw them in the chat and make sure you guys just DM us. You can DM Brad at FF Bourbon Dude or at uh, at dynasty dorks or just add us all on sgpn fantasy make sure you check that out so let's talk about some tnf props we want to talk about one of the sponsors and that's underdog um so underdog if you go if you use the you know if you go into underdog you can they, they'll match your your uh, deposit up to a hundred dollars and so you can go on the website and learn about that sportslinepodcast.com but brad what are some props you like tonight
1: yeah, for me I got on a little bit early and I've seen the line shift around a little bit. I'm I'm pretty high on Alvin Kamara going into this week. The Arizona defense is is, is kind of like the bottom 10 in rushing and they've allowed they've tied for the most touchdowns allowed to the running back position through the first 6 weeks of the season. And we've seen Alvin Kamara really get much more involved over the last 2 weeks. They kind of realized we were really messing up, not getting him the ball more often, and he's gone over that 100-yard mark combined in the last two weeks, and I see a very similar situation. I got him at 92.5 rushing and receiving earlier this morning, and now he's up over 100 on that mark right now. I think the last I saw was 101.5. I would probably still go the over there. I really do think, especially with uh, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry still out. I know they got Chris Olave back. But I do think he's still a smash play for that over. And then the other one is Kyler Murray over 32 and a half rushing yards. I just, he's been running the ball a lot lately. I think he's got over 10 carries, two out of the last three weeks. He's top 40 yards two the last two weeks. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that with some of that pass rush that he's going to feel from the New Orleans Saints front four. So I, I do expect Kyler Murray to go over that 32 and a half tonight as well.
0: Yeah. And they've moved the lineup on, on DeAndre Hopkins, which tells you that they're getting nervous. It was 59 and a half now it's 68 and a half receiving yards. And it's, it's also um how many catches uh, 5.5. I thought they did move it to 5.7. I'm like, what is 5.7? Um 5.5 receptions. It used to be 4.5. So Marshawn Lattimore and Paulson Adebo are both out tonight. And those are the top two corners for the Saints. So that, and DeAndre Hopkins is putting out hype videos. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think five and a half receptions is where I'm going to go. I don't know if he gets the yardage, 68.5. I mean, very likely, but I think he still gets targets. Marquise Brown is out indefinitely. Rondell Moore is still there. Greg Dorch is still a thing. Um, but you're going to see a lot of Ertz and a lot of Hopkins tonight. Um, and I think they get a chance to attack the secondary with uh, without the top two corners. Yep. All right, any other props you want to talk about before we get into
1: the? Uh, I uh, If you're a touchdown scorer kind of person, I do like the Alvin Kamara anytime touchdown as well. So if you want to kind of parlay those things together, uh, the odds are pretty good right now if you throw those three together. I think I got plus just a little over plus 800 for a three leg. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that, and I'll keep my fingers crossed and hope that Alvin Kamara has a game tonight. And then I'm
0: going to go with Traquan Smith. So uh Byron Murphy is going to get Chris Olave. And as much as I love Chris Olave, I that's going to be a fun matchup. Um, I'm gonna go with Traquan Smith here. Traquan Smith, two and a half receptions, 26 and a half yards. I think he gets both of those. He looked really good last week. And uh, I think that continues with Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas both out. All right. Well, let's let's check in with the sponsors real quick, and then we're gonna get into redrafting the 2022. 2022- Rookie class. I want to talk to you about WinBet. If you're thinking about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New users who bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet's odd wise gets a hundred, gets a thousand dollar free bet. Last last week's winner of the Biggest Winners Club was a New York better who hit a uh, $15,066 15, parlay on an all live um, on money lines wagering one ten. One hundred ten dollars and forty cents to win sixteen thousand seven hundred forty three, and uh, it, this guy, this guy was a big winner. Uh, WinBet truly hashtag dgens only. Um, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, dot WinBet just so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, dot com backslash w y n n b e t e t It's claim your free bet today offer subject to change in terms of condition at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough through winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem please call 1-800-522-4700 so Brad let's uh let, let's bring it up and let's let's I'll give you the honors of the first pick who would be the first pick if you draft if you had to redo the whole thing and redraft again
1: it's definitely gonna be Brees Hall for me right now. I, I'm not gonna lie. I am still wavering right now between, you know, assuming this is a super flex. Are we we saying this is a super well, flex no, league? No, like single single and we're not these are not our teams.
0: This is just kind of how we would draft them in order. So
1: single QB. Yep. Okay, yeah, this is Brees Hall, hands down. I mean, there's zero question for me here. He's over the top of any of these wide receivers right now. I just think you see the volume that he's getting right now. They're shifting that offense to be focused on him, and he's the focal point. I think it's going to continue to be that way. He's going to be the workhorse. So, Brees Hall is definitely my pick at the 101. And so I have to ask, if it was
0: Superflex, would Kenny Pickett still be in consideration? I know you're pretty high on him. He
1: absolutely would for me. He absolutely would. uh, Look, there's only 32 starting quarterbacks. There's only 32. There are many more startable running backs in the league, and I get there's that positional scarcity still, but look... I'm rolling with a quarterback that's going to be there. We've seen him in in at least a game and a half before he got hurt last week. He put up over 300 yards in his first NFL start. He came in and looked really good in the second half when he came in in week four. So I just think he's a guy that is really underestimated. People look at him and they want to compare him to Teddy Two Gloves because he's got small hands and all that. It's just nonsense. He played in the weather at Pitt. I'm not worried about it. I think he's going to be a, a pretty solid starter for a quarterback. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback in the league or anything like that, but he's a guy that you can put in your super flex and be okay with it. And I think that's that's worth the 101 uh, right now if if you if you're in a super flex league. And uh, you
0: know that it's it's that that might be a hot take for some people, and some people might be right on board with that. Uh, I just, I'm putting out my super flex rankings article coming up, my updated dynasty rankings. And I do have Kenny Pickett up at 17, but I, I would not use the 101 on on him. Uh, I'm going to go with Drake London at the number two spot and s- stick with that. Um, I know that right now it's not been so great for Drake, but I still think there's more to come with him. And he's a receiver um, and he looks good. He had a little bit of an ankle injury and, and it's been a little bit of an issue, but things will get better.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I'm now going to – I might shake things up a little bit here, and and it's between two players for me. It's either Kenneth Walker or Ken Walker or Chris Olave, and I, th- I think I'm going to actually go Chris Olave here over Traylon Burks and Garrett Wilson. I was really high on him coming out of Ohio State. I had him above Garrett Wilson to begin with in my pre-draft rankings for rookies. And I just, you've seen it on the field already. He is that deep threat for the New Orleans Saints. And whether it's Jameis or Andy Dalton, he's getting targets even with other players on the field. And and you just see how much of a stud this guy is. So I'm going to go Chris Olave at the 103. Hey,
0: I I don't hate that at all. I actually, uh, I'm doing a mock draft. Red- redrafting the 2022 class article with four other writers. And I took Chris Olave at the one Oh three. So I completely agree with that. Perfect. pick. I'm going <laughs> to take your other one, Kenneth Walker or Ken Walker. Sorry. Ken, like Barbie, I'm taking him right here. Um, he's a, uh, you know, he's, he's not going to blow you away with the passing game, um, but he can catch the ball. Uh, but this is more of your Nick Chubb type of, of a running back. And he's already shown you he's got big playability. Um, he's got you know, he's a big dude, he's got nimble feet, and he can break away. Um, he's got some highlight runs already in his young career. Um, I think he's going to take this job and just run away with it. Uh, I don't think Rashad Penny will be back next year with how good Ken, you know, Ken Walker looks.
1: All right, so this one is a little bit tougher for me now. Now we're in the spot where I might start calling my shots, and believe it or not. Traylon Burks is not in this conversation. Garrett Wilson is not in this conversation. For me, it is between a guy who hasn't even touched the field yet and Jamison Williams or it's Damian Pierce here at the 105. Uh, And look, everybody, I get it. Jamison Williams has not touched the field yet, but we've seen, and I'm not saying DJ Shark has had like this great year or anything like that, but we've seen him produce in two of the three weeks that he was on the field in that kind of deep threat role. And it looked really good. And we've seen Jared Goff air the ball out a little bit. And I do think there's a potential that he is still the quarterback for the Detroit Lions going in to the 2023 season. Uh, so, so don't sleep on Jamison Williams, I guess is what I'm telling you. And right now you might be able to get him at a pretty decent discount because Whoever drafted him could be in contention. You might be able to move a a solid starting piece for them to get a little youth and to get a guy who could arguably have been the best receiver in this draft had he not gotten hurt in that national championship game. But with all that being said, I cannot pass on what we've seen from Damian Pierce on the field. He's a starting caliber running back. I went back and looked through my notes in 2021, looking at that 2021 draft class and when I was watching Kadarius Tony, I have notes that says Pierce, question mark, question mark, because I saw him playing in 2021 and liked what I saw. So I'm going to go with Damian Pierce at the 105. Might not be a hot take right now because of how he's played, but he's my pick right now.
0: Yeah, no, I think there's there's plenty of guys I talked about it a couple weeks ago or last week on this show. And you were a couple of bourbons deep and, and you were like, what do you mean running backs? And I said, Brad, this this class has absolutely shut some people up. There are some very good people. And and I like Kenny Pickett. And I just, you know, right, I wrote about how I like him, but I just like these other guys I think are are really, really good. And even in super flex formats, I still this is kind of the the park where I would be going with Kenny Pickett. Um and I'm not a trailing Burks guy, so he's not even on my radar. Jamison Williams is on my radar and Garrett Wilson is on the radar. So I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson right here and probably leave you Jamison Williams. And, and that, uh, that'll hurt a little bit. Cause I, I do like him. So, but Garrett Wilson, uh, the, the news of Elijah Moore is a little weird. Um, Elijah Moore basically uh, is not happy with the team. He's not happy with his role and he wants out. And so Elijah Moore is likely going to be out of town. Um, but he is definitely playing, not playing this week. And so Elijah Moore is out this week due to conduct detrimental to the team and how he handled himself today. And so you'll see some uh, some Denzel Mims, um, some action from Denzel Mims as uh, he gets elevated up the depth chart.
1: Yeah, and, and just to add just a smidge on that, I would go by Elijah Moore right now. With that news of him sitting out, he's basically getting benched for the game. I think it's a buy window for him. He's a great talent. And if he does go to a wide receiver needy team, you saw what he could do as a rookie last season. And he put up some big games for you. And I think you could see more of that in a better situation, quite frankly. So I I like the buy low window for Elijah Moore. And you were right. Jameson Williams is my pick here. There's no way I'm passing on him right now at the 107 uh, for all the reasons I talked about before. And I'm not going to reiterate.
0: Yeah. And going back to Elijah Moore, he is, he's got, you know, he's still got two more years on his contract. Plus he's got to finish this season out, but the way the contracts work with rookies, a lot of that's tied up in sign-on bonuses and things like that. So a team that picks him up is getting him basically on a two and a half year contract and they're going to have to pay 60 or 50% of the salary because well, actually probably less than that, because it's already paid out. So, um, so he will be very, very targeted. We talked about it earlier on Monday or last Monday was that the, the receiver class is really not that sexy as far as the free agents. And it's got some really good receivers coming out in the draft, but if you can go get Elijah Moore for a third or something like that, like you're going to jump all over it. And you could easily see that happen with how things are, are going. Um, and all these teams that are in the market for an Odell Beckham Jr., that could be where they go because they're going to get somebody that can play now and don't have to wait. So you could see the, the Rams or you could see the Chiefs. Um, you can see teams like that. Um, you know AJ Brown, Elijah Moore, are buddies, and and you you'd be nasty to see him go over to Philly. I would hate it. Um, but that's <laughs> yeah, that, that would suck. That's something that can happen. Uh, I would love Elijah Moore to go to my Giants. Um, so the, the the next player on the board, I I will go with Traylon Burks here. Um, still sticking with him. He's still a very talented, uh, talented player. He's just uh, this year is just not looking so good for him.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm sticking. we got a little bit of a run on the wide receivers, and I'm sticking with them, but I'm going to go with a, a little bit further down the list. That's going to be George Pickens, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just like what I see out of him. You see that alpha dog mentality from him when he's on the field. We've seen some great catches. He's He's got a good chemistry with Kenny Pickett, whom I also like, and we expect them to be playing for at least five three or four years together at a minimum uh, and chase Claypool is likely out of town next season. So that, that just gives even more work for George Pickens. So I'm taking George Pickens at the one Oh nine.
0: And it could be even sooner um, with the way they're talking. They're um, talking about Claypool to the the Packers is, is, is one of those things we're talking about. So, um, so I, I like that pick. Um, kind of wish I would have been able to, to see the board a little more clear. I might've took Pickens over, over Burks there. Um And so this is where it gets interesting because this this is where there's a lot of question marks on the board where, you know, you haven't James Cook hasn't really done too much. Sky Moore's done nothing. Christian Watson's done less than nothing. Um, Actually, Sky Moore's done less than nothing. Um, But Jahan Dotson's look really good. So give me Jahan Dotson here. Stick with the receivers. Um, Jahan Jahan Dotson is he's almost already hit his uh,
1: his his uh, touchdown totals for the year. He's only played three games. Yep, I love it. And I'm sticking, we got this huge run on wide receivers. I'm not going to be the one to break it. And I'm, this is a little bit of a reach, I feel like. But I think Sky Moore is at a low right now. I I think getting him around here, it's a little bit lower than what you were getting him in the draft in, in early 2022 before the season started but you've started to see a little bit more involvement. He's he's being put in the backfield on some plays. Now, it hasn't garnered any touches yet, but they are definitely moving him around in those formations a little bit, and I think it's going to come to fruition where he starts to see a little more opportunity. Now, he has to stop botching kick returns. This cannot be a continuous thing for him. He's got to secure the ball, but I do think there are brighter days ahead for Sky Moore and I'm going to take a little bit of a reach here for him at the 111.
0: All right. And we'll, we'll try to speed up through the, the second round a little bit so we don't um, go into the game. Uh, so I started a rebuild in week three after seeing problems with my depth, depth all over and receiver in general. 12 team, one, one quarterback, PPR, no tight end premium. He sent Kamara Pierce for a 23 and 24 first from a paper tiger. I'm not sure what the paper tiger is uh, a paper tiger is uh, is this going to be a good, uh, good pick? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, ended up buying Justin Jefferson for my 2023 first. Uh, that's yeah, that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. That's uh, if you, yeah, don't forget about buying players when you're rebuilding. I've talked mm-hmm. about it in my article Um, you know, i talked about like getting Calvin Ridley and Khalil Herbert, just getting some of these, these players added onto your trades. Um, but this is a monster, Ah, team. So he gave up
1: two first Jerry, Judy and sky Moore to get Justin Jefferson. It looks like. Yep. Okay.
0: I'm, I'm all aboard that trade. I think that that's a beautiful, beautiful move. And, uh, I have not heard the paper tiger reference, but I love it. And so, (laughs) um, we may have to change the name of this show the paper tigers
1: <laughs> um, oh goodness wow yeah, that's
0: that's that's awesome camara is not gonna have a whole lot of value next year and we talked about it already like pierce he looks good but we don't he know does. what's gonna happen with this they're already making some changes the front office things like that um then he sent uh Dak. so this this guy's got he's got our case study for those moves ready baby um then he sent Dak rush mid-second for kittle and jelani woods and you said it was a tight end premium already, and it was one QB, right? right it's one QB. That's okay. yeah, man. You're you're killing it. You're killing it. Yeah. Um, Dak, you know he. We'll see how he comes back from that injury. Quarterbacks that come back from these hand injuries and things like that have grip problems, turnovers, um, some accuracy. Uh, Dak is he's a, he's a good quarterback, but I mean, if this. If you're rebuilding, you're not necessarily worried about your quarterbacks. And I'm assuming you probably have a good one. I'm waiting for him to tell me he's got Mahomes <laughs> and he's rebuilt this team before the season even finished.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. He's already a he, contender. he turned it into a contender about four yeah, weeks, five yeah. weeks in, right?
0: I don't know what you want to call that. That's a that's a tiger statue or something, but <laughs> he, he turned it into something. Um, no, that's cool, man. That that's exactly what you want to do. That's what you want to do. So I'm gonna go with Rashad White with one twelve. Uh, I think, you know, he's somebody that you could easily see rise up in value. If something happened to Fournette. Um, this team will be interesting to see what they do next year. I know Fournette's under contract, but that could be moved. Things could happen. We don't know what's going to happen with Brady, but I highly doubt that Brady is going to be back there next year. And um, they could look to blow it up, and that would include getting rid of pieces like, like Lenny. Yes, you got you got Kittle, you got Jefferson, you got multiple firsts, you got first in 2000. Gino Smith. Yeah, I'm fine with that. We talked about it already. Gino's my guy. I got I got more shares of Gino than anybody else. And I just I just put Gino as my number 24th ranked dynasty quarterback. And I know that that it may sound low, but I know with his age, people act like he's ancient. I got him for two thirds. And I think that he's a, he's a steal. And I don't think it's out of the realm possibility he's a starting quarterback next year.
1: I offered a second for him and got turned down in a Bailey, league where I'm a contender. Bailey Zappi is interesting so, too. So let, let's let's get
0: let's get back moving on this. Um so who do you got here at 201?
1: All right. Now I'm going to go with uh, Alec Pierce wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. We've seen him be a little bit of a target guy and he's getting a little bit more opportunity as the week prog- or as the season progresses. So uh we're going to go Alec Pierce here. Nice pick.
0: All right. I'm going to take your boy Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, I, I do like what I see in eight quarters, roughly eight quarters. Um, we've seen, we've seen quite a bit of fantasy points out of him. If He didn't have those three turnovers week one. He would have had a 20 point game. He scored 14 points is in two quarters, trying to come back, had three turnovers that took a score down. Then he had 17 points the next week in a 300, you know, 300 yards, no touchdown game. Um, shows a little bit of rushing. Um, the team really likes him. They, they really rally around him. Then he was, you know, he was on pace to have a decent game. He had ten points in the first half, but he got, um, he got banged up after he after he threw his first touchdown. He got a concussion. He'll probably be out this week with the way they're handling things.
1: It's already um, been named. Mitch Trubisky's the starter this week. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but I, I do like him <clears throat> moving forward. Yeah. The other thing to think about is just real quick. The you know if if you're box score scouting, you see those three picks. You're like, oh my god, he threw three interceptions, and I you know in a half recognize really one of those was at the you know the end of a half or or the end of the game just a Hail Mary kind of toss up that that one you can kind of throw out the other two were off the one of which was really egregious hit Deontay Johnson right in the hands and missed. the other one hit Chase Claypool in the hands should he have caught it probably but it still wasn't a great pass so uh, you know two of those three can really be taken away from Kenny Pickett. I know that's not from a fantasy perspective. That doesn't happen. But just there's some context around those interceptions to keep in mind around Kenny Pickett as well. But moving on, I'm going to go with uh, uh, James Cook here. This is crazy low for me to see a guy that I think the Bills really had a plan for, and it really did kind of get derailed a little bit in that first game where he fumbled, I feel like. So it's going to start to come to fruition a little bit, I think, in the long term. So James Cook at the 203 is good value for me.
0: Yeah, and we're just going to take a quick break and check in with the sponsors and be right back. Um, The first one that I want to talk to you guys about is the No House Advantage. Um, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick contests versus other people for the shot to win 250 k plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet on up to five player props, over and unders, or your individual player matchups across every major sports, including NFL, NBA, PGA, MMA, NASCAR, and, and, and MLB. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily sports redefined. Because it's not just how you play, but where
1: you play. You don't want to miss out on this. All right. And if you're like me, there's definitely probably a foreign language that you regret not learning or really not paying attention to in those French or Spanish classes that you were in in high school. But it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that's sold to more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. Look, my daughter, she just started the eighth grade. She's in her first year of french we bought our we we joined babel got our little family subscription we sat around the dinner table for just 10 minutes you can complete a lesson so that you can start having those real life conversations in a new language as little as 3 weeks we try but we absolutely suck at it so don't don't be uh, sh- you know sh- shameful if you can't get there in that 3 weeks But they, you know, other language learning apps use AI for the lesson plans, but Babel lessons were created by over 150 language experts, and they're voiced by native speakers and not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective also. So with Babbel you can choose from over 14 different languages including Spanish, French, Italian and German. Plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent and it's a huge pain in the ass, let me tell you. You sit there and it will just not let you progress until you get it pronounced right. It is an absolute it drives you bonkers but it makes sure that you're using, you're saying it right, and you've got that right accent. So it's re- really cool. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, or even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey with today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbelcom SGP. Again, that's Babbel.com SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, the language for life.
0: All right, well, let's get back into it. And so the the next pick, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go with some Romeo Dobbs. Ooh, look at you
1: stealing my guy! You just had to do that, didn't you, Romeo you know, Dobbs? Yeah, you now I, I don't have he the here? board.
0: I don't have the board in front of me to scroll, and um, I'm still upset about the Alec Pierce pick a few picks <laughs> ago.
1: So nice. I had to do it. Nice. All right, so Romeo Dobbs goes there. Uh, I'm going to go with here a guy that we've only really seen a week to two weeks of production out of or really even playing time of, but everything points towards him being a guy that the organization really likes, and there's a whole lot of people in the organization that uh, they apparently don't like, and that's going to be Wandale Robinson, wide receiver for the New York Giants. They don't seem to like Kadarius Toney. They don't seem to like Kenny Galladay. So there's really only one person left after Sterling Shepard went on IR, and that is Juan Dale Robinson, my man from the University of Kentucky.
0: And I know that it's a messy backfield, but I'm going to go with Brian Robinson. He's still on the board, and Brian Robinson is a starting running back in the NFL. In his third game, coming back from injury, He's he should continue to grow into this offense. And Antonio Gibson, someone that could be on the way out. Um, but Brian Robinson is the starting is starting running back, and being able to get him, you know, at the beginning or middle of your second round is, is a steal.
1: Yep. So I'm gonna go with another running back here, and that's gonna be Zamir White, running back for the Las Vegas Raiders. We talked a little bit about him earlier on in the show. There's just a lot of question marks around what is going to be happening with Josh Jacobs and this organization took Zamir white. So I think he's going to get an opportunity to win that starting role moving into 2023.
0: And I'm going to go with Trey McBride, the number one tight end in the class.
1: All right, for me, I'm gonna go with a. This is this is my Homer pick. I'm late in the second. I'm going with my only Cleveland Brown of the draft, and that's gonna be David Bell. I'm just gonna take a guy who's tied to what I hope is still an elite quarterback in Deshaun Watson uh, in a most likely a little bit more pass heavy offense once he comes into to start playing.
0: And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the tight end position and go with Greg Dolchik's here. Um, you know, you, you definitely, if you have an elite tight end, you're, you're definitely not having a struggle like everyone else. And so I'm going to
1: take two shots at it. All right. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. And I think I'm going to go with a guy that's really showed a little bit of prospect in Buffalo. And that's going to be Khalil Shakir, the current slot wide receiver as long as uh, Isaiah McKenzie keeps getting himself hurt. He's looked really good when given the opportunity, and he's a guy that I think adds a little bit of spark to that offense as well.
0: All right, last pick. I'm trying to check the board out. Can you scroll up a little bit for me, sir? All right, scrolling down. Is there anywhere to scroll up?
1: No, no, that was as far up as it goes. Christian Watson was at the top of that list. <laughs> oh man, it is it is a little messy out
0: there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Christian Watson. Not a huge fan of Christian Watson coming out, but the Packers did invest a lot in him. It's got a lot of upside with that you know with that that athletic profile. Let's stick it out. Let's go there. That is the two rounds that we're gonna stick with. Um, let us know who we who we missed on, who you guys would have picked differently, and what do you guys think. Um, Brad, let's, uh, let's let's talk about – I think we had a, already had a good case study for a rebuild, but <laughs> yeah, right. let's uh, let's check back in with the sponsors and then go back to the rebuild before we get out of here. Um, and, the, and I just want to remember to tell you guys about Fubo TV. If you're watching the show, you watch football, you need Fubo, Fubo TV. Fubo, Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games at 4K at no extra charge, over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable, Watch on all your devices, never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with included iCloud, uh, cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel anytime. any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com, to SGP. That's Fubo.com,
1: FuboTV.com, back SGP. All right, and we talked about prop bets a little bit earlier. And you know, you've got all these sports books with all the different odds and all the different lines. But let me tell you about a place called Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place that you can compare all the odds from all your major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from all those sports books to make sure you're getting the best deal available. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so that you can keep track of the records of all your games and your betting activities. So go to oddstrader.com bluewire blue wire. Again, that's oddstrader.com bluewire blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, well, let's hear about this case study. All right. So let me let me get my screen share up. And we've talked a lot about the rebuilds and, you know, the do's and don'ts we talked about the last show and things like that. We're also we're going to put all that into a little bit of practice here. If I can get my screens to cooperate with me and and look at a situation where, you know what, I'm just going to ask for your help. I'm just going to ask for your help because I'm in a situation where I have a one in five team right now. And you're going to look at this team. You're going to say, Brad, how the hell are you one in five? And here's the reason that I wanted to use this as our case study. Right. Everybody kind of looks at situations where they say, you know what? I'm one in five. I'm just going to start rebuilding. But they don't look at some of those other things. You know, what injuries do I have coming back? What's the most points for that have been put up? Right? Am I putting up a bunch of points? And I just kind of had some weeks and matchups with some some guys that I don't really you know that just scored the highest week or whatever. So here's the the starting roster right now. My this is a twelve team super flex full point PPR league. So just for a little bit of context, the quarterbacks are Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, and Bailey Zappi. Now I did just trade for Matt Ryan and Bailey Zappi just for a little bit of context. I needed a win. I had to buy, basically buy a win. So I made a trade to go get Matt Ryan because of bye weeks. My running backs are Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Travis Etienne, James Robinson, and then if you go down to my IR, I've got Javante Williams and Rashad Penny. That hurt. The Javante Williams really hurt, but there's depth there with Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb and, and James Robinson and Travis Etienne. That depth is there. Then you go to the wide receiver position. You got Devonte Adams, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, and then Jacoby Myers, and then those Flyers. My man, Paris Campbell, who Dave makes fun of me every week about. Shy Smith, who I have a lot of belief in just from a, you know, I think he's getting some opportunity standpoint. And then I got some guys on, uh, uh, on my taxi squad down at the bottom. My tight ends, Dalton Schultz and Evan Ingram. So I have no picks in 2023 in this league. N- none whatsoever. So the question that you find yourself in is, Well, what do you do? You look at the squad and you're like, damn, this is a good squad. It's got the number three most points for in the league. Just some bad luck, some injuries, guys hitting on different weeks, so on and so forth. So what do you do in a situation like this, Dave? When you look at your team and you say, you know what? I think I really do have a contender. I just need to figure out how to squeeze into the playoffs Do you say, you know what? I've got some older pieces I'm going to sell out. I'm going to get some picks. I'm going to look at 2023. Or do you stay all in with this and try to figure it out?
0: So here's the move that will help you make the decision. You find out who has your pick. And you see if you can acquire said pick. If not, I'm going to do whatever I can to make that pick as bad as it can be. So... Looking at this team, yeah. If this team gets the playoffs, you can do some damage. The problem is that you need to basically win out. Yep. And so you, if you're an eight team playoff or a sixteen playoff, that makes a difference. And if if there's you know if you're only three games out because you know everybody else is two and four, that those things those things make a difference. But if you don't have your first round pick, then It gives you a little bit less motivation to go and tank. So, before you make that decision, the first person that you're calling to sell to is the person that owns your pick. Because the minute you start to sell off your pick, he's going to go, Nope. I see what you're doing. There's no (laughs) way I'm giving you your pick. You know? So, but if you have, if you, if he's, you know, he wants Nick Chubb. And he wants, you know, uh, you know, he wants you to throw in the like James Robinson, and Nick Chubb, or Brandon Cooks. Cool. Take your first overall, then you go and rebuild and, and do it right. But if you don't have your own first pick, you're already at a disadvantage because
1: everything you do to make
0: your team worse this year only benefits one of your competitors.
1: Yep. And it's tough because You're the defending champ in this situation. You won last season. You come in, you can shut the league down if you win. And preseason, you're looking at the squad and you're like, "There's no way that anybody is beating this team." This is uh, this is this is like not a paper paper tiger. tiger. This is like golden tiger, man. Like I was, I was legitimately looking at this team like there is no way that I am not at a minimum a top two or top three team, and the chips have just not fallen that way. And that's how fantasy football is, unfortunately. The chips don't always fall. It is a luck game. As much as we don't want to say it is, who scored the most points that week, what, to, you know, Craig Reynolds goes off just because I see his name on the screen here. You know, Greg Dortch waiver Wire Pickup, puts you you know, hurt you in week one. All these different things can happen and you just can't project it. So you have to be honest with yourself. And say, do I legitimately think that this is a contending type roster? And while I do think this is a contending type roster, the problem is I got to make the playoffs for it to matter. Otherwise, you're up shit creek, for lack of a better term. Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, all 28 years old. Now, well, Adam Thielen's 32, Devontae Adams, 29 years old, right? You got a lot. Alvin Kamara, 27. Nick Chubb, 26. There are a lot of older pieces. So if you don't make the playoffs here, you still have a window to sell close to the playoffs, which I think is the trick here, right? I don't think right now is the time to sell these players because these are top tier players. And I do think that matters also when you're looking at a rebuild. When is the right time to sell? When am I going to get the most value? And you're going to get the most value Close to the trade deadline when other teams are looking to try to make the playoffs, and there now you're going to have a better idea. Maybe I do, maybe you do win out, maybe you go from one and five to six and five, and you're looking at a team that's an above 500 team, number seven in the league, two weeks before the playoffs starts, and you say, You know what? I need to go all in, let's figure out how to make this work. Or maybe you're five and seven, and you say, "You know what? Now is the time to sell. Trade deadlines next week, week thirteen. Let's let's get these players to some, you know, to the teams that." And this is the nuance to it: Who do you sell to, Dave? Do you sell to the guys that you think are going to win, or do you sell to the guys that you think think they're playoff teams, but they're really not contenders in the grand? Scheme no, games? I mean
0: Jeffrey said it earlier. You go to the paper tigers. Like, here's what I did the other day, and I and. I had a trade that was sent to me and I saw that that team needed a quarterback. They needed this win. And then I got an offer for his pick. So I knew that getting his pick would likely cause him to lose because he was out. He had his Deshaun Watson and Tua. And so we had one quarterback left and he wanted Russell Wilson from me, which honestly might've been a landmine if I sent Russell Wilson over there too. (laughs) But I got his pick and, you know, when I originally got his pick, it was kind of perceived as a mid to late pick. Not anymore. Yep. I mean, it's, he's two and four and, you know, this, this is a roster that, you know, one or two injuries, it could easily be, and you know, end up being a, a five win team. So, you know, look at those teams and look and look at the points for, and, and there's also i think on sleeper they have a pro, like a projected
1: points because they kind of show you how points for and a points for so yeah, look they'll show you how up, bad of right? a
0: roster manager you yeah. are yeah. um because they'll say man brad your team's good but you suck like you're supposed to get that's basically points. what happened right you're, i just made most, the
1: wrong start sit decisions every you, single week yeah your team so could don't have take got start thousand, decisions for me
0: yeah your team could have got a thousand <laughs> points but you got 600 somehow you idiot yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man, it we is were that going man, we were going through that in one of my leagues today. But that that's what I'm doing. Like that team, like what team is your? You know they're somehow they're four and two, but they got the this tw- they have the 11th most points in league. That's who you target. Don't just look at record, and also like look at the teams that just have injuries. Like that team, w- like where are they? Like is that team? Did they just lose somebody? Are are they? You know what kind of position are they? You know there hasn't really been. I don't want to say jinx it and say not too many major injuries, but like you know Marquise Brown just went out for a while. Um, we've had we've had some injuries that you know Javante Williams team. There there that's probably a big piece of their team, and so that's. I've been what I'm trying doing. to move
1: Javante Williams in this league to make sure I can still contend, and now it's like eh, you know what I should. Yeah, I sh- and, and, and him,
0: for me, you know? what when I'm looking at is I'm looking right at your tight end position. And if if Schultz shows up and does well, your team's gonna it's gonna it's gonna write the ship. Yeah. But I would try to find a way to write that position because right now with the way Schultz is playing,
1: it's not good. Well, the problem this year though is who do you go? The tight end position is gross this year. Well, I mean, right? do you, and you go Zach for Ertz, Hayden Hurst? Exactly. And not even play this week? You we got it's six like, minutes to acquire there's... Zach Ertz, and <laughs> Zach Ertz has been one of the most consistent yeah. Yeah. guys. Um, he's on a contender though. And that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. So you just, you have to kind of look and see who are some of your options from the contenders, uh, from the the ones that are not contending. Right. And see if you can get somebody on the cheap, but like, I mean, you just got to hope that Dalton Schultz kind of writes the ship.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'll reiterate something you mentioned earlier around, you know, selling those to the paper tigers. Right. I moved Baker Mayfield for a second to a team who thinks, He's gonna come back and start and be his bye week quarterback later on, and I think his team is trash, right? So that second could turn into a very early second for a guy who might not have, very feasibly, might not even be a starting quarterback moving into next year. So look at all of that stuff. You're at the point now of the season where there are a lot of variables that you got to take into into point before you would take draft picks or before you move players right now, and you got to look at all of that stuff in totality before you make a move so yep all right anything else on this one no i think so i think we're good we're good i I just thought it was a good one because it's a team that you look at on paper and you're like that's a monster team and then you see the wreck and you're like oh shit no it's not okay this is a real life scenario what do you do here and it's hard because it's a really good team but you got to make a decision, right? And, and making that decision is, is tough. But one you, you've got to do, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, hey, I, I got it. I got a similar team in the league that we're in where the, the team definitely is, is much better than the record, the points show. And I've just, I've got some guys back coming healthy and we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But if I don't win this week, it's probably going to end up rebuilding and and uh, we'll see from there. But I already got that, that guy's 2023 first. So we're in the right
1: path. Perfect. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, you guys, make sure you check out the channel. Um, We're going to be doing another giveaway. I got a Debo Samuel signed jersey. We're going to be giving away here soon. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Hit that notifications button. Comment, like, let us know. As always, good luck this season.
1: Cheers.